Welcome to the Modern Day P31 Woman with your host, Crystal Ngamezi. I'm so excited to be back for another podcast show episode. And this episode is going to be a little bit different than our typical episodes. If you are a faithful listener, you know how I do with the typical podcast show episodes. You know, I have an anchor verse. I go into scripture. I tell you my life story. I break it down. But these last few episodes have been interviews with some of the, you know, podcast show listeners and also women who have been able to purchase the book, The Modern Day P31 Woman. So I have, you know, been led by the Holy Spirit to bring on different women for these interview style, you know, podcast episodes. So if you are listening on the podcast, be sure to check the links in our show notes to go to p31women.org and join our young adult mentorship group where I will be teaching, you know, Bible studies, uh, prayer intercession, we'll be having devotionals, everything that you love here with the podcast show, plus more, you being able to talk with me and see me live, um, being involved in group Bible studies, like really building and really connecting with that community base that is just kind of my vibe, my style. I love discipleship, but I love to connect with women. And so I'm looking forward to that. Um, I want to introduce our guest today. I have Miss Ashley Baylor, and she is someone who we got introduced through like social media. And so uh, she is someone who was, you know, able to actually get a copy of the modern day P31 woman and read through it. And so I'm going to be letting her, you know, just share her thoughts about the book and her story and her testimony. So if you would, Ashley, welcome to the podcast (laughs) show community. Let us know. know, (laughs) Absolutely. Let us know, you know, who you are. How did you stumble across P31? In case you missed my special announcement, I wrote a book. The Modern Day P31 Woman is now a book and available on Amazon.com. In this new book, I share with you my testimony of hope, perseverance, and breakthrough as I journeyed through the wilderness for almost a decade with the Lord. So if you are someone who is pursuing your purpose, pursuing a deeper and more intimate relationship with God, if you find that you are in a place of your wilderness, and you are looking to get to the other side, this book was created with God and inspired by the Holy Spirit for you. I've also included in this new book, my 40-day devotional to help you strengthen your relationship with God and move in your purpose and walk in your assignment because the lane that God has destined for you is for you. It's time to step out of fear and move in power. So head on over to amazon.com and search the book, The Modern Day P31 Woman, or you can click the link in our show notes to head to my website to order your copy. I am a Los Angeles native and um, I'm a a (laughs) 33-year-old young woman. Um, A little bit about myself. I am a pre-physical therapy student. I am currently applying to doctoral programs for physical therapy. And my emphasis will be in oncology. Um, That was inspired by my dad who passed away three years ago from stage four pancreatic cancer. And I've always pursued physical therapy since high school. My mother is the reason why I got into it. Um, She had what's called adhesive capsulitis, which is frozen Mm -hmm. shoulder. Um, And swinging your shoulder gets like really stiff and it's really painful 
is very common in women. Hmm. And my mom ended up going to physical therapy and she called me and was like, you got to check this out. So I've been on this journey since high school. Um, but wow. my, my dad's diagnosis is what propelled me into how God would use me in the field, um, which was a huge deal. Um, yeah. But we'll, we'll get into that more um, a little bit later. And um, I came across P31 on Instagram. I feel mm-hmm. like you commented on a post. And I cannot Mm -hmm. remember what post it was because I realized in reading your book, I was like, I began following her in 2019. So I can't remember exactly what the comment was, (laughs) but I remember connecting. I was like, oh, she looks solid. So I clicked on (laughs) your comment and went to your page and I was like, I like her. I was like, let me go follow her. And I'm really big on discipleship as well. And I'm always trying yeah. to filter out and make sure that the people I'm following are doctrinally and theologically sound. And yeah. you have not missed. So I was like, oh, I, I really like her. And of course, with <laughs> you being a young black woman, um, I really connected with you even more around that. Um, just a solid woman of God. And that was really special to me being that I you know, grew up in church and my dad's a pastor. My mother's a licensed minister. So I'm really big on ministry and um, just being able to come across your page and see what you're doing in the community and how you're touching young women. I was just like, I I can get with her and flow with her. So that's that's a blessing. I love that. You know, it's so, it's so interesting. Like, you know, even with these, these interviews that, you know, we're doing the women who, you know, have been able to actually participate in the interviews, you all are, are P31 women. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just like the way that God orchestrates things is so um, ordained, you know, like I wouldn't, I ain't even know all of that. So I'm learning. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm like, really? That's awesome. So I love that. And, you know, it's very interesting too. LA has a certain, you know, uh, kind of prophetic meaning for me. So even when you said that, it's like, oh, wow, that's so freaking cool. So mm-hmm. I love that. I love that, you know, you, you, under, you come from church, you know what I'm saying? And um, on the podcast show, you know, I'm very authentic with my testimony and my background. You know, I grew up in church, but I wasn't living like a Christian. I wasn't connected to Jesus. I was connected to church and religion. And so, you know, through this show, God has allowed me to be able to just share my testimony, share my life, the journey of what it's like to truly be a modern day P31 woman, a modern day Christian woman who is actually following the principles, the doctrine of Jesus Christ in real life in this crazy technology-based, you know, (laughs) social media-driven society. So you are the perfect guest for today's show. So with that being said, like you said, we connected 2019, which is a long time ago. Uh, it's like, what was I doing in 2019? Well, I talked about it in the book. But what led you, you know, going from social media and, you know, being connected with us through there, what led you to go from that to actually getting, you know, the book? So... I wanted to know more about your testimony. Like you said, you you share about your testimony all the time and you do that on Instagram and you yeah. share it in bits and pieces. Um, and when you posted about the book, number one, the dress, stellar. I was like, she's fashionable. I was like, she got style. Um, that was the Lord's choice. I can't, oh my gosh, we love this. 
Because one of the things I can't stand is that people think Christian women are supposed to be like boring and kind of crab and yeah, I don't come from that. My parents are stylish <laughs> and they raised yeah. us to be stylish, you know. Yeah. And so I was just like, she got style. She's, you know, she's in fashion. I was like, you know, so the cover alone, but I already wanted to know your testimony. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only that, but the season of life that God has me in right now, I was like, buy this book because I feel like mm-hmm. it, I just knew I was like, I really feel like if I don't buy this book, I'm going to be missing something. And I was like, I, mm-hmm. I just think that if I know her story even more in, in depth, that it's going to bless me. So that's what led me to purchase your book. Wow. I love that. That is a blessing. And, you know, I was in, in one of the last interviews, I was sharing how, you know, I prayed over this book that, you know, the Holy Spirit would lead women who know they needed the contents of the book to get the book. So to hear you say that is, is, is the answer prayer. So with that, with you saying, you know, you were interested in wanting to learn more about my testimony because the women who are called to this ministry, we, we have similarities, right? We have similarities, we have relatability and that's what God does through ministry. We are typically called to people in ministry who we feel we can relate to. Right. And even with you sharing with the whole, like, the cover of the book, right? Which is, I'm going to share a little, a little secret, a little tea. This dress was not even, I didn't even plan this cover out. This was truly God. This dress was, you know, it was like a last minute thing. And because I just liked the picture so much, I was like, I'll just make it a cover of the book. But this wasn't even the right. original cover, but it was God's idea. So even that, like down to, you know, what I wear or the cover of the book, it's like, it's intricately, Holy Spirit inspired. So thank you for sharing that. Um, With the book, what would you say is either one of the chapters or a few chapters that, you know, really stuck out to you the most and why? Well, I'm so glad you asked for a few because I said, (laughs) I don't know if it was just one. Girl, go in. It's okay. (laughs) Okay. And I even had a book here with me because I was like, I had like a couple of, I had a couple of areas. Okay. So chapter one for sure was the number one chapter I would say at the Mm -hmm. top that really resonated with me. Yeah. Because our journey is similar in a lot of ways. Uh, Let me tell the, uh, let me tell the listeners of the chapter is called, it's called depression was the best thing that ever happened to me. Chapter one. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. That caught my eye off top. I said, Oh, and for the (laughs) listeners, by the way, I binge read all nine chapters in a night. Ben read these chapters at night. I couldn't put the book down. The chapter one stood out to me because back in 2018, I started having anxiety and panic attacks. Mm. And I never, well, to my knowledge, I don't recall ever having them before in my life. However, spending yeah. time reflecting with God, I realized that that's actually always been a part of my life. And I just didn't know what they were. Mm. And in 2019, once my dad was diagnosed, they got worse. Oh, wow. And I started having them while I was at school as a student in the middle of campus. I'm breaking down, um, crying profusely and not understanding why. Um, yeah. And I was just like, am I crazy? What's wrong with me? So as I read through the, the very first chapter, page five, I was navigating my way through my early 20s, trying to understand why I was here, where I was going and why after so many years, I felt overwhelmingly empty. And I was like, I'm hooked. I don't even have to read the rest <laughs> of the book. I'm hooked. 
Because I remember what it was like to be in my 20s, especially my early 20s. Um, right. You think that you have a plan and you think right. that you know. Uh, when I went off to college, I went out of state to go to school. Um, I attended Gremlin State University, loved my time there. And yeah. <laughs> my mom sat me down and actually prepared me before I left the school. She said, look, I need to get you ready. God is laying on my heart. Let me give you some warnings. Mm. Um, she said, because you're not the typical, um, you don't have the typical church upbringing. She said, yes, you grew up in church, but me and your dad raised you, like you talk about all the time, religion versus relationship. I was always right. taught that it's about a relationship that is not about religion. And so I mm. was going off to school, like, I'm ready to go. Like, yeah. I'm prepared. My parents have equipped me. Like, I'm spiritually ready. And my mom's like, look, the devil's going to try you. Right. And there are several ways in which the devil's going to try you. And... <laughs> And he did in yeah. so many ways. And then I graduate and I don't get in the, you know, master's programs or, you know, graduate programs right away. And now I got to look for a job. And so I've had all of this experience, my dating life. <sighs> Talk about being, being driven by <laughs> anger and insecurity. Yeah. And, right. you know, you, you have this thought, you know, growing up in a two parent home. Granted, while my house was not perfect, I came I come from a loving home. Um, yeah. My parents were always very transparent. They were very open. Um, I come up in a home where we were big on having conversation. We're going to talk about issues. We're going to address That's stuff. Awesome. Yeah. And I still, God was like, but you're still missing me. Mm. Because now you've made your parents' marriage Ooh. the standard for living yeah. and the standard for ministry and the standard mm. for a relationship when like, that's great, you know, but you're missing me. You're missing right. my plan. You're missing my will. And so just to read through chapter one and you to break down your testimony and talk about what you went through internally and how you had to pivot yes. and how you had to repent, how you had to turn around and get to know God for yourself. Yes. Attend Going off to college at 18 years old, I got to know God for myself. Mm -hmm. And my dad used to always say that. He's like, look, you can't live off of me and your mother's faith. And I'm yeah. like, Right, I'm like you guys Listen. are teaching me great. I have a relationship <laughs> with Jesus, <laughs> yeah. And God's like, yeah, let's take that up a notch. Um, yeah, and to know my pivot, my senior year, graduating from Gremlin, um, I remember praying and I begged God. I said, if you get me out of here, I'll do hmm. whatever you called me to do. And I look back on that prayer now, and I'm like, dang, I should have thought about that because <laughs> he's been, Listen, he was he's like, all the way to it. <laughs> So chapter one, and then it was chapter six, a season of witchcraft. That chapter Ooh, stood and, out to me because. And before go ahead, you go, go into that chapter, because I want to, I want to piggyback on something that you said that I think is just, it illuminated something in me that I'm just so happy that you said something that I find interesting often is that a lot of like PKs, right? Like pastor's kids. What you said where, you know, your parents didn't want you to live off of their faith and they they made an intentional decision to teach you in the home, you know, a relationship with Jesus Christ. But they, even they knew that you still have to learn things about God on your own without us. And I think as your parents, like kudos to them, because I meet or I see, you know, God shows me just so many pastors, kids who don't have that. They grow up kind Thank of you. having this kind of pride where, oh, because my mom or my dad was a pastor, I know God, I know Jesus. 
And it's like, but you're saying things out of your mouth that are very biblically ignorant, right? And so it's the fruit is coming out your mouth, right? <laughs> and so for you to be like, no, my parents told me this is like, amen. Because if, and that just really stirs something up for me, but amen that you were able to be like, okay, like, let me take, you know, hear what they're saying and let me actually, yes, actually develop my own relationship with Jesus Christ because none of us are going to heaven off of a cosign. Like, no, if you don't no. know him for yourself, you're not going like if you don't know him down here, you're not going to just die and, and just wake up up there. Right. We all are going to be held accountable. And the Bible constantly says we will be judged for our works. So how are you cultivating a real and authentic relationship with your maker while you're here? So I just wanted to touch on that for our listeners, because that was powerful. And I pray that for anyone listening who was a pastor's kid, please like don't be arrogant or prideful and think that because your mom or your dad teaches people the Bible that it, you know, nullifies you of having to do any biblical work or studying or a devotional life or praying or fasting for yourself. It's not a pass. You have to develop your own relationship with God for yourself. So amen, sis. I wanted to just highlight that. That's beautiful. And I'm glad you did, Crystal, because, and and let me say this to anybody who is going to be listening and um, may be a pastor's kid, um, just to Mm -hmm. piggyback on all that you said. Do not fall for the identity crisis. Because a lot of the Mm -hmm. arrogance comes from that. Um, Mm -hmm. Just because my parents are ministers of the word. That doesn't mean, um, like Crystal said, that it's a pass for your faith. And it doesn't mean that mm-hmm. you know the word automatically. You have got right. to read and study the Bible for yourself. And mm-hmm. it going away from going away to school was a humbling experience for two reasons. Number one, just because you are a pastor's kid, that does not mean God is not going to allow life to touch, not, not touch you. He mm. allowed life to touch me. Mm. I made some horrible decisions. Yeah. And life touched me in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And he he was so cold with it that he let it hit me my first semester, my freshman year. Oof. I walked uh was walking back to my dorm. I will never forget it. It was late in the afternoon and I had a nervous breakdown on the oh, way wow. to my dorm room. Wow. And just started weeping to the point where I had to call my dad on the phone. And he was like, what's wrong? Do I need to fly down and get you? And I was like, no. But I literally, at that moment, God literally, clear mm. as day. It was the first time I'd ever heard God's voice for myself, clear as day. Wow. And he said, this is what your parents were talking about. You remember when your mm-hmm. father said you were selfish? Mm-hmm. You remember when your dad said mm-hmm. you were self-centered? You remember when your parents told you you were too narrow-minded? If you are a mm-hmm. pastor's child, you haven't lived life yet. Mm. Just wait. Because mm-hmm. when you start living, don't be judgmental. Don't be so quick to talk about what somebody else is doing or not doing. Just wait. It's going to be your turn. Yeah. And it was my turn. <laughs> and I learned a whole lot about God's grace, a whole lot mm-hmm. about God's mercy. Um, Amen. I learned a whole lot about what it means to be truly called by God that just because, you know, it's like as pastors, kids, we're fighting that identity crisis because everybody else is kind of putting us on a pedestal and has this standard. Like my parents didn't raise us. Like my parents let me go to parties 
mm-hmm. they let me be a regular kid. Yeah. And, you know, but I still had an identity crisis because you got everybody else who has expectations of you. Right. And that, you know, so you try, you find yourself trying to run away, which you talk about escapism in a book. And yes. I was like, I know all about escapism. And, <laughs> and I went to college and God is like, yeah, I called your parents. But when I called your parents, I called you too. So mm. you are a pastor's kid. Mm. The one thing that does get passed to us is anointing. Oof. And yes. you cannot abuse the, you, you can't run from God. Mm. <laughs> now yes. he won't chase you, but mm. he will let life kick your behind because that anointing mm. does get passed down. Now that doesn't wow. mean you'll be a pastor. It doesn't mm-hmm. even mean you're a pulpit ministering, but you are anointed. Yes. And it is up to us to be obedient, which you also talk about in the book, being obedient. We have to be obedient to the mm-hmm. call because we have to um, be responsible and accountable to the anointing God has given us. Yes. Oh, eloquently said. Straight from a PK's mouth. So, amen. You heard you heard Ashley say it. For those of you who are underneath that mantle, it you know, what you spoke about, that identity crisis. Every time I, I, I see a, a pastor's kid or I think about it, I think about Solomon and David, right? David was the one who had to wander in the wilderness. David was the one who had to go through the pain, the years of toiling and struggling you know, before he was able to be put in a position of power and authority. And so because of his journey, he got to know who God was. And that's where we get the Psalms from, where it's so relatable. And and we hear all of David's emotions and everything that David was going through. He was so honest. But when Solomon came on the scene, all Solomon had to do was just, you know, be, play the role. But even with that, he slipped up and was, you know, with all these girls who would yeah. serve other idols yeah. and it caused, it caused a division in a whole nation. Right. And so, like you said, the anointing yeah. was passed down, but if the character is not there, 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 like the Bible says, if you sow into the flesh, you will reap corruption. And we got to see that with Solomon. Mm-hmm. And so um, this is like a, a good turn that I've always wanted to talk about this, but I never, you know, talked to a PK before. So, hey, Ashley, you, you know, you don't want, um, <laughs> I really hope and pray that, you know, this ministers to those of you who either are pastor's kids or, you know, pastor's kids, like that identity struggle, because even Solomon mm-hmm. was trying to live up to King David. And whenever we don't know our own identity in Christ, we will overcompensate by, by feeding the flesh. We're trying to Amen. put on this and put on airs and and you become prideful. And the Bible says that God opposes the proud. So you'll end up stumbling. And that's what we saw for the life of Solomon. And so, you know, if Solomon, who was deemed to be one of the wisest of all time, could fall, any one of us can. You know what I'm saying? Amen. So I love, I love that. Amen. So as you were saying, Amen. chapter six. Chapter six, uh, we get into witchcraft and <laughs> yes. this chapter, this yeah. chapter really hit home because <laughs> I said, Ashley, you have found if there was ever a thing as like a, a soulmate, Ooh. like truly like a soulmate, like you have found her because <laughs> <laughs> I want to say this too, as I make my point about the witchcraft chapter, I think a lot of times as Christians, unfortunately leadership has done us a number on 
what we deem to be Christ-like and what we don't deem mm-hmm. to be Christ-like. So, yeah. so to all the believers out there, this does not mean you got to do away with everything. That That's not that. Mm-hmm. However, what it does mean, and Crystal, you talk about this often, is that you have to have an increased level of discernment. And it yes. does mean that whatever you participate in or don't participate in, it has to be a matter of prayer. Um, yes. And you have to make sure that whatever you do um, is a matter of, okay, is this a body of Christ conviction or mm-hmm. is it a personal conviction? Because yes. some things it's like, okay, as the body of Christ, we don't need to participate at, in that because it's anti-God. Right. Some mm-hmm. things are personal conviction Similar right. to uh, like a Paul versus a Peter. Okay. Right. Maybe like Paul's like, look, I eat meat. But okay, <laughs> yeah. maybe over here I don't need to eat meat because it may cause my brother right. to stumble. So some things may right. be a personal conviction. Others may be a body of Christ conviction because we have our core beliefs. Right. And so the witchcraft chapter just let me know that, okay, Ashley, you are not crazy. And there are other <laughs> young people walking with God out here who understand yes. Because it is running rampant. And let me just say, the people who are perpetuating it are young Christians. It's young believers today. Y'all cannot keep being out here Mm. using terminology that's new age, using terminology that's from other belief systems. Why? Mm. It seems like it's not a big deal, but it is because as you said crystal the fruit comes out of our mouth yes now i'll be the first to say on a on on a wrong day you might be like ashley i don't know if you should have said that (laughs) i'll be the first to tell on myself i sometimes peter is my brother because you know you catch me on a bad day i you know i might say one or two things that don't sound very christ-like Um, okay and then i got to get myself in check so you know don't (laughs) please don't hear this (laughs) please don't hear this as you know as any form of hypocrisy because i'm the first to tell on myself um Mm -hmm. but what i will say is that i am very careful i go before god daily like okay yeah check what i said today um because you have to be careful about what comes out in mouth and and we do have to give we will give an account we will yes. stand before the Lord by ourselves and give an account yes. for everything that is coming out of our mouths. So if you are a young believer right now today, you cannot mix stuff with the word of God. And for the life of me, yes. stop trying to pull passages from Leviticus and Deuteronomy mm. to justify, well, they had mm. incense. You're right, right. They did have incense. But guess what? God determined that incense. Mm-hmm. God gave right. instruction for what was allowed to be burned and what was allowed. You don't know what's in sage. Right. right. Yeah, they used oils, but God determined the oil that was to be right. used, the frankincense, the He was very intentional. He was mm-hmm. very strategic. Right. That's number one. Number two, understand the difference between covenants. Mm, that yes. was the covenant set up for Israel. We're a part of the church. What is the covenant for church? We're under the covenant of Jesus Christ. We've been set right. free. God didn't do away with the law, but he sh- for sure fulfilled it. So there's Filled some things it. you don't have to do. Yes. Why are you burning sage? If you believe right. that Jesus Christ is who he says he is, if you believe in the father, that he is who he says he is, and that the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. is who he says he is, 
Yes. Then you don't have to burn sage. We have the right. word of God. If you, if it's protection you need, go to the word of God. There's scriptures all over the Bible mm-hmm. that talk about protection. If you Amen. want your home to be covered and anointed and sealed, there are passages of scriptures that you can pray that talk about that. If you want your spirit to be at peace, mm-hmm. there are passages of, passages of scripture that you can pray for passages of peace because we already have peace because Christ is peace yes. and he is joy and he is hope and he is kindness and gentleness. Whatever you need and are looking for, we find in Christ Jesus and thank yes. God for who is his Holy Spirit who dwells within us. And Amen. in the book, Crystal talks about John chapter 15, which is my one of my favorite passages. And I taught Ooh, a class about abiding. <laughs> and if you have not read John chapter 15, you can't read it out of order because you'll miss the whole context. Yes. So you got to start at chapter 12 and read to chapter yes. 17. And he talks about abiding and Crystal addresses it in her book. The Holy Spirit abides in us, which means yes. that the Godhead abides in us. You mm-hmm. are covered. You don't have yes. to be afraid. And, and and fear is very real. It's a part of life. But we serve a God who dispels our fears. So you don't Amen. have to sage your home. Now, if you want to anoint it, go get you some olive oil. It don't have no power <laughs> in it. But just, you know, the Holy Spirit is symbolic. You know, oil is symbolic of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Just yes. symbolically, go get some oil. My mom does it all the time. And anoint your house and pray mm-hmm. those prayers of covering. Yes, you know it, it, all of this chakras and third eyes and and mixing mm-hmm. stuff with the word. The Bible does not teach that. And if you are right. really walking with Christ Jesus, you have got to be careful because in Revelation, John is very specific when he says, "Do not mm-hmm. add to nor take away from." I was the just going to say that. Amen. I was just going to say that it's and and Paul. I think it was Paul also who also says. If anyone does so, let that person be accursed. So what people don't realize is that when you, a lot of these, and I was surprisingly talked about this on social media today, a lot of these, you know, um, new age or law of attraction doctrines, they take pieces of scripture and they twist it to glorify self, which is idolatry, as opposed to glorifying yes, God. Ma'am. So what people don't realize hmm. that they're doing is that you are you are aligning yourself to a covenant with demons and therefore cursing your life. And so what may sound like a popular, <clears throat> um, excuse me, a popular Instagram slogan because you see your favorite celebrity or influencer doing what you think is cool, but you ain't go to God to ask God what he thought about it. Now you are aligning yourself to doctrines of demons, speaking curses Hmm. out of your mouth, giving the enemy legal grounds to attack you and your bloodline simply because Hmm. you are ignorant because of Hmm. ignorance. The Bible says, I just read the other day, Hosea four, six, my people perish. Some translations say my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And when you look up those words, Hmm. if you're in the, if you're in the P31 bold mentorship group, I have a whole devotional about this, but when you look up, um, my people are destroyed. It means cut off because of a lack hmm. of knowledge, a lack knowledge, meaning discernment, perception, insight that comes from God. So because this generation does not have discernment, they do not perceive a thing in the spirit. They are cut off from their inheritance because God said, my people, not the people in the world. Chris, people who call themselves Christians, church people 
are cut off from their inheritance because they are ignorant. Why? Because hmm. they reject the truth. They reject the word of God. They reject God's discernment. They reject going to God. They reject prayer. They reject biblical teaching, hmm. right? And therefore you end up burning sage, saying all this new age stuff, making covenants with demons, cursing your life because you are ignorant. And this is this is the reason why you know, I was just inspired by the Holy Spirit, led by the Holy Spirit. And as are you, Ashley, as y'all listening, Ashley out here preaching. She's a she's teaching, she's preaching. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got two preachers today. Um, you know, this this generation is in dire need of, of teachers. And when God was calling me to teach in 2015, I didn't know why. You know what I'm saying? I was like, first of all, I don't come from a lot of pastors. I come at all. <laughs> at all. If you read, if you read the book a little bit, I share a little bit about that. And but this generation does not read the Bible. And unfortunately, we've had a lot of leaders who have taught the Bible incorrectly. Crystal, I got four points. Okay. Say the four the points. Point. Go ahead. <laughs> the two points I have on what you just said um, to all the listeners. Two passages of scriptures um, that I need you to look up. The first is Ephesians chapter four, starting in verse 11. Write that down, girls. Ephesians Ephesians four, starting in verse 11 and read on. One of the ways the enemy tricks us, as Crystal just said, with the new age and and these doctrines out here, is anybody who thinks they don't have to go to church and that you don't need a pastor teacher. There Mm. are some leaders who are not teaching. That doesn't mean that there are not all. And to anybody Mm. who has experienced church hurt, please hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. Let God minister and comfort you and heal you because the enemy uses that to keep you away from the assembly of God. So the second passage of scripture I need you to read is Hebrews chapters two through four that talk about not forsaking the assembly, Mm. assembling of ourselves. That is Mm. called apostasy. You are considered an apostate and God considers you to have left him. When you Mm. do that, you cannot do God by yourself. Everything with God is all or nothing. Yes. Everything with God manifests together simultaneously. Justification, salvation, glorification, simultaneous. The fruit of the spirit. There's a reason why it's mentioned as the fruit singular and not fruits with an S plural. The fruit Mm. of the spirit manifests together. You can't have peace without joy. You can't have Mm. gentleness without kindness. You can't have long suffering without self-control. All of who God is happens simultaneously together. Yes. The enemy wants you out there on your own by yourself. That's why you keep getting tripped up by these false doctrines. Because you're out on your own thinking you can get revelation from God by yourself. You cannot. Mm -hmm. We need one another. That's number one. Number two, your spiritual gifts will not flow if you are by Mm -hmm. yourself. The gifts are meant and were created Mm -hmm. for the body. Yes. This this exchange that's happening right now between me and Crystal is because she's operating in her gifts. I'm operating in my gifts and there is an exchange and those who are listening are benefiting. That is how God works. We can't do this by ourselves in isolation. So get to a church house. And if you're not certain, that's okay. God believes in vetting, the vetting experience. Hit one of us up. We'll pray with you around it. 
So that way mm-hmm. you can discern and know that the Holy Spirit has you in the place that he wants you so that you can be fed and that you can be poured yes. into and that you have the the kind of direction that you need. The other point I wanted to make is, Crystal, I don't know if I missed it, but I was called to teach in 2015 as well. Listen, look at the Lord. <laughs> Just doing things. Oh my goodness. Just doing things. (laughs) I was called to teach as well in the same year. Um, Wow. I, you know, my crazy self, before then, my dad was like, you think you've been called to teach? And I was like, absolutely not. I was like, no, no, I don't. He just, he sent my mom to me like three times trying to, you know, get me to do it. And I was like, no. And he, the last time he said, look. You have been, and, and you're gonna put you up to teach. And I was like, I ain't even been to seminary school. Yeah, but he he, my dad did workshops every year, um, and mm-hmm. it was called How to Feed Yourself. And so what my dad did was mm-hmm. took his seminary learning and compiled it into a notebook. And he would mm-hmm. teach our church church wide. Oh, wow. He would teach all of our congregants how to feed themselves. So he went through hermeneutics. He went through. Um, he taught biblical genres. He talked about commentaries. He sh- he gave everybody the software that he used to study as a pastor. And he taught our church how to study. He said, because even though I'm your shepherd, he said, you should not just take my word for it. Exactly. He said, you should be reading, studying and praying yourself, fasting yourself. Yes. So that when you come to church throughout the week, you know, for yourself looking at it, right. that I'm not leading you astray. And so right. he sat down with me and he taught me, you know, how to prep and, and do uh, study prep and teachers prep, how to create curriculum. Um, and the first time I ever taught, I was like, good Lord, I am nervous. I was sweating. <laughs> I was like, I hope this hour go by real fast because I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but I, when you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, so did I. So um, been in the game for about seven, eight years now. And, and yes. it's crazy looking back on it. <laughs> it's beautiful. And it shows, you know, it shows you're a teacher and you study the word. And I love, you know, I ain't never met your parents, but they did a great job with like the things that you're saying. They told you, I'm like, amen. That's what I'm telling my kids. <laughs> like I tell the listeners of this podcast show every single episode. If, I, if you've been a faithful listener, y'all already know what I'm about to say. I always say, make sure you go and read this stuff for yourself. I'm going to give you the scriptures, write it down, go read it for yourself, study it in your private time with God for yourself, because there may be revelation about this word that God will give you in your private time that he's not going to tell me to tell you. And oftentimes what has been done, unfortunately, in church is an idolatry of pastors and teachers and leaders where people have replaced time with God, with time at church with their pastor, where you just Mm -hmm. read the scripture on the screen and you never open up your Bible for yourself. And that has been a disservice for people because now we have a whole generation that is the fruit of that, which is people who don't read their Bible and don't be knowing nothing. And Hmm. we see lawlessness running rampant. We see demons manifested all over the place because there was a generation that dropped the ball. We thought that we, oh, let the pastor do all the work. No, sweetie, the yeah. pastor is a person just like you. Hmm. You still have to read for yourself. And so what God is having to do now in our generation is repair the breach, 
repair the system that has been broken. We, you know, mm-hmm. and as as millennials are who are called to teach and preach the gospel now have to deal with the mindsets and the principalities that have been put in positions by people who were just being lazy. Right. Man. And so it may it may sound crazy, you know, if you're someone who doesn't read the Bible or you just been kind of coasting to hear us talk like this. But no, in the spiritual realm, things are real turned up. So if you are if you do not have discernment in this time, you will be the you will fulfill prophecy. You will Correct. be cut off from your inheritance because you are ignorant. Hmm. And so I am just like. This was truly God ordained. Because first of all, first of all, Ashley, I didn't know you'd be teaching and preaching like this. I'm like, listen, it's a whole you got y'all got a double double portion today in this interview. This became something else, which I'm loving, by the way. Um, I love this. And I just think it's just beautiful that you know God has He's using you know young, like you said, young black women. to be, to speak for him, to prophesy. The Bible said in the last days, you know, God will pour out his spirit, both young and old, male and female will prophesy. So it's not new to God. It's not strange to God, even though it may be strange to our generation. So, you know, with P31, with this whole podcast show, with what you're doing through your ministry, God is making an example out of us of what he can do. God gets the glory because you are a pastor's kid. I came from witchcraft. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and look what God is doing. So whoever you are, whatever kind of lineage you come out of, you know, God is able to do exactly what he said he was going to do. You don't need to have this or have that. Like if you're willing, that's all God need. All God is looking for is who can we send? Here I am, Lord, send me. Literally, send me. that's it. Like and I have witchcraft in my lineage too. So uh, mm. you know, it's witchcraft in my lineage and and both of my parents are like, No, we denounce, renounce. Yes. Um, so, you know, even with me coming from um a, a pastoral lineage, there there are pastors in my family. That wasn't my dad's testimony. Uh mm-hmm. my mom grew up in church, um, mm-hmm. and served in church. My 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 family on my mom's side uh is big on servanthood and has always been involved in the church. Um, but my mom would be the first to tell you that there's witchcraft in our lineage, yeah. especially because she's from mm. New Orleans. Um, mm. And, you, you know, uh, I feel led to say this is probably going to hurt some people's feelings. Say it. But, uh, you know, look, I know that as black people, because of our history in this country and the things that have happened to our ancestors and, you know, for many of us, that's not far removed. My great grandmother on my dad's side comes from sharecropping. Um, Mm. So uh, I I get it. But please hear me when I tell you being a part of um, sororities and fraternities don't make you a Christian. Say I I have to say that. I don't care that they say that they're a Christian organization that does not Mm -mm. make you a Christian because to serve um, mythological gods that that's, you know, for them to claim Christianity, but everything on them that they rep paraphernalia wise, that Mm. is not Christian. It it has nothing to do Mm -hmm. with Christ. Now, Please hear me. If you are a part of an organization, please don't hear us tell us that. We ain't saying you're going to hell. I'm not saying mm. that. 
but just understand and know what you're a part of. And and mm-hmm. and, and if you stand in it, just just understand that you're staying in it and that's what you want to do. And it don't have nothing to do with God. Um, mm-hmm. um, and so my mom has made it abundantly clear. Like I denounced that in my lineage. Uh, my mom Amen. excommunicated herself from the sorority she was a part of. Um, and she makes it abundantly clear to people do not associate me because I am not affiliated. And this is mm-hmm. why um, my, my dad's side of the family um, there was a lot of abuse and things like that. And my dad's testimony is that, you know, he was saved in the dope house. Oh, wow. He was saved in the dope house. Um, my dad was not a drug addict, but there was a period in in his life. My grandfather had just died that rocked his world. Um, he was serving in the military. He got out and he just hit a rock bottom period of his life. And I believe my dad was depressed and didn't realize mm. that he was. Uh, mm-hmm. And he was on a 30-day cocaine binge. Oh, wow. And he went into the bathroom with his head hung into the toilet. And he said, "He said, Lord, my grandmother said that if I call on your name, you'll save me. He said, if you save me, mm. I'll preach for you. Mm. Wow. And I was at the age of 28. And the Lord answered his prayer and delivered him. And mm. he never turned back. So, wow. you know, my lineage has a whole lot in it. And like I said, I'll be the first to tell on myself, uh, even as PK, like I said, mm-hmm. <laughs> my 20s, <laughs> yeah, you know, by the grace of God, like granted, because of how I was raised and what I was taught, there was a lot of things I did not get into, but I yeah. lived my life up in the 20s, you know, and, and yeah. even now, like I like some rap music, like I listen to some <laughs> rap, you know. Um, but I am also very picky and choosy about what I listen to. I'm picky and choosy yeah. about what I watch and what I allow into my ear gate. Am I listening right. to rap all day, every day? Absolutely not. That's not mm-hmm. bumping in my car all the time. Um, but, you know, just just be discerning. You know, Allow yes. God to correct you. Allow God to convict you. Um, and just you, we got to walk our faith out for ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this was such a great, just overall blend of a conversation. We touched on several things, identity, you know, um, mental health, witchcraft, this generation, you know, just a lot. I'm going to go back and listen to this episode and be like, oh, yes, 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 yes. That, that part. So to conclude this um, episode, what is something or some things that you can, you know, tell our listeners to encourage those who haven't gotten the book yet to, you know, go and order the modern day P31 woman. I would tell all of our listeners, if you are looking for someone who gets straight to the point, um, who isn't going to mince words and who isn't going to tell you a sob story, (laughs) you need to get the book. Because Amen. she's very honest um, mm. about her testimony. She's very real. She's very raw. Um, and she does 100% back it up with scripture. Um, if you are looking for how to uh, walk with God, or if you are somebody who doesn't think you can even come to God, like Crystal said, mm-hmm. God just wants you to be willing. Yes. In the Psalms, David says, that God is looking for someone with a contrite heart, a broken and a contrite heart. God mm-hmm. just wants you to be repentant. Amen. He just wants to know that you understand your desperate need for him. 
Um, if you're looking for someone who's relatable, Crystal is relatable. Okay. Now from head to toe, she is relatable. <laughs> um, and I, I just absolutely love that about her. So I highly encourage you to buy this book. And lastly, I'll say buy this book because she does not give you the wrong teaching about being a Proverbs 31 woman. I am so tired of people (laughs) taking this passage and women are like, I want to be Proverbs 31. Look, let me give you Mm. a quick context. Proverbs 31 is the last chapter of the entire book of Proverbs, which is a wisdom book. Yes. Proverbs 31 is special and unique because she was operating in wisdom, not her own wisdom, not worldly wisdom. Mm -hmm. She was operating according to the wisdom of God. That is a modern day Proverbs 31 woman, a woman who understands like, look, I'm not perfect. And on some days I might still get it wrong. Mm -hmm. But do you have a broken and contrite heart? Are you always on your face? you know, before God, even on the days where you don't get it right, it's okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. But keep walking with them and stay in his word, stay devotional, remain prayerful and stay with a community of believers who are strong in their faith, who are mature in their faith so that we can be what my dad used to like to call each other's foxhole, but uh, buddies, we got to have each other's Amen. Amen. I love that. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you for your kind words. And if you all can tell, Ashley is just as raw as I am. So <laughs> amen. So Ashley, for those who want to connect with you further, let everyone know where they can find you, um, you and or your ministry. Like how can people connect with you and, you know, participate as well in some of your teaching and your ministry if you have that as well. Absolutely. You can find me. I do have multiple um, Instagram pages because uh, I'm involved in a lot. If you want to just, if you want to get to know me personally, what my hobbies are, things I'm interested in, then you are more than welcome to follow me at Vern underscore L-A, V-E-R-N-E underscore L-A. That is my personal page. I'm a belly dancer. I love to dance. I grew up dancing. Um, so I participate in a lot of things. Um, I'm also a published author. I just created a journal for uh, black men. So you can find that on Amazon. Um, If you want to get to know, it's called In His Image. It's a writing Mm -hmm. journal. You just open that that bad boy up and write. Black men, y'all got to write. Amen. (laughs) Write your feelings down. (laughs) Um, So I created that for them. Um, But if you want to know what I'm doing ministry-wise and follow me, um, you can find me on Instagram at Ashley L. Baylor. And I am currently doing grief ministry um, and just Mm. telling my testimony doing that. Um, I also have a YouTube channel. You can find me there at gifted, G-I-F-T-E-D, gifted. Um, So you can find me in all of those places. Love that. Well, thank you so much again, Ashley, for just a Holy Ghost feel, sanctified, raw, authentic, transparent session and again, you know, for the podcast episodes I typically do, where it's just me and the Holy Spirit, this is what it's like. So to have someone else, you know, to bounce off of and just flow with the Holy Spirit has been a blessing. It's been an honor to, you know, participate in this interview with you and to, you know, um, not just share with you, but receive from you as well. So I'm praying that all the listeners, you know, were were gleaming 
from. I pray y'all were gleaming from the wisdom Ashley was sharing. I pray you wrote the scriptures down that we shared in this podcast episode. Please do um, connect with Ashley. And again, we're going to be having, you know, Bible studies for the month of July. We're going to be studying on Revelation chapter 12 for a series titled The Woman and the Dragon. And it's, it's, it's about to be lit. It's going to be it's, gonna it's just going to be the revelation God has given me. I'm someone who was like, I've, there's two books I've been obsessed with. And that's the book of Acts and the book of Revelation. And I have sought God earnestly for insight into what the book of Revelation actually means. And over the years, mm. God has taken me from, from level to level, glory to glory spiritually to be able to receive the insight for this generation and this time of what he wants us to know about the times and the seasons we are in. So if you are someone who wants to dive deeper into the book of Revelation, I want to encourage you to, you know, head over to p31women.org. That's p31women, women, W-O-M-E-N.org. And you will be able to um, see the join the young adult um the young adult mentorship group P31 Bold, and you can connect with us through there. So again, thank you so much, Ashley, for being here. And I pray you have a blessed rest of your day and rest of your week. Thank you thank for you ministering for to our me. souls. Amen. Thank and me. thank you all for listening to another episode of the Modern Day P31 Woman podcast. Did you enjoy today's podcast episode? Do me a favor and head over to Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast streaming service that you use and leave us a rating and review. Doing this favor for us and doing this favor for me, your girl, will help us to reach more women who are in need of the messages, of the encouragement, of the inspiration, of the life that God has put in these words to help you and to help those who he wants to reach. This is ministry. This is a global podcast ministry. So I would ask that you continue to lift the Proverbs 31 Women's Organization up in prayer as we continue to be obedient to the calling, you know, on my life and on the life of this organization and that you will help us and support us and partner with us um, to have these messages reach the world and to reach all over the globe by rating us and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast streaming service that you use. I would appreciate it and we all would appreciate it and it will be an opportunity for you to be obedient and to partner with what God is doing in the earth. Thank you for listening and I hope and pray to talk with you again soon. Bye.